Good morning, Stussy Insurance. This is Linda. Hey, speak to Billy, please. Who's calling, please? It's Joey Jingola. Hold on. Thank you. Joey. Billy, how you doing, sir? Good. Tough night last night, huh? This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. You have two main topics that have, I mean, listen, you're writing on some good stuff because you're coming at it from a non-PNC angle. You're coming at it from a guy who's was doing the stuff before it was popular. You're coming at it from a guy who's making his way in a family practice with some different dynamics out there and you're focused on a niche that none of us really want to mess around with. Well, thanks, Billy. You bring me up and then you bring me right back down. And that's my good friend, Billy Van Jura, the polarizing figure that is Billy Van Jura and a guy that I really like, actually. Um, and what, you know, I obviously I'm going to have him, you know, boost my ego a little bit here, you know, talking about, you know, uh, him following the newsletter that I put out every Sunday and, and some of the topics that he has, you know, kind of found interesting over the last month or two, I should say. And he's talking about, and this, this really brings back to the, the newsletter that I put out this past Sunday, which was a two-parter that wasn't intended, but a second part of, of a two-part email that was really focusing on being a tactician versus a therapist and, and looking at the differences of that niche that Billy said that I'm focusing on that nobody wants anything to do with, health insurance versus the commercial lines P, you know, PNC agent. And I, I do forget, much like most of you maybe, that you know I am... Um, I'm, I'm, I'm different. There's not a lot of health guys, at least that I know that, that follow this podcast, that follow the newsletter and taking a different approach and, and, and kind of getting that viewpoint and, and hearing your feedback and, and sharing mine and seeing exactly the differences in it is very refreshing. Most of the time, I also have to say, I, I, there's something to be appreciated about a man who's willing to go by the name that he was called as a child, as in Billy versus Bill and Joey versus Joe. And uh, I appreciate that in somebody because uh, you don't happen, you don't run across that all that often. But what really I wanted to get into with you know Billy, and we're going to hear coming up is is this understanding of of what you're doing and why you're doing it, and who you're doing it for. And you know that kind of is just a precursor of you know talking about this this newsletter and looking at the differences of of, of the types of business that you sell, but it's also understanding what you're doing that is different and why it's working and, and why maybe it's not, maybe you're on the other side of the fence and how baffling it is to watch people kind of mess this stuff up when it's actually a lot more common sense than you might think. I, it's selfish, right? Because I could sit here and tell you the baffling part of it about how satisfying it is to watch all these geniuses go out there and keep messing it up because it just makes my business that much easier. And it makes it when I go find these practices, they're worth less for me because I know how much I can do to fix them that, you know, that they're, they're not as valuable as they think they are. Right. So you take the one you had, was it with the coffee shop? Baffles me that, you know, and again, it's that pure intention part. It's the guy that, are you sending out an email to stay in front of the person or are you sending out an email because you're actually trying to bring some value to them? Now, it's nice that we actually get to cross-pollinate here because I'm not sure exactly how many people listen to the podcast and actually read the email newsletter every Sunday. Maybe more of you do than I'm aware of. Actually, let me know, joyagirlprogram.com. I don't know. I feel like maybe it's not as cross-pollinated as maybe I might think. Anyways, 
Billy's talking about um, an email that I put out uh, several weeks ago uh, titled Insecure Touching. And no, stop it, no. Um, but the idea of this was, again, I told a story. He's talking about a coffee shop. In there, I told a story about um, talking to one of my clients for their health insurance renewal, and I pitched them uh, an additional service, if you will, maybe to their employees. And she had relayed a story of how one of her clients, one of her customers, I should say, that comes in to you know get coffee on a regular basis, had actually approached her for the exact same thing. When I had mentioned, you know, what it was that I was selling, she said, "Oh, actually, is it this thing?" I said, "Yes, it's exactly that thing." He's like, "Oh, somebody tried to sell me that," and I said, "Oh, okay." And you know, she, you know, usually when somebody says, "Is it this thing?" it's usually never really all that great. They've always had a bad impression if they're stopping you before you get a chance to finish because they've already heard it and they weren't impressed. And again, the whole idea about the coffee shop guy story was that, you know, again, I was, I was surprised that, that she didn't, you know, go with him. This is a guy that, 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 that is in there frequently. I don't drink coffee and I actually live 80 miles away from this coffee shop. Even though we are the local agent in that town, I don't live there. I live, I work from one home office, as most of you might know, and I'm not there on a regular basis. And I was actually kind of surprised. And I was like, well, man, why, why wouldn't you give that guy the business? But anyways, after I gave my, my pitch, I, I, you know, explained exactly the service. She was ready to go and jump on board with it. And that was again, this idea of the insecure touches. Are we, are we doing things out of confidence? And this is what Billy, you know, is, is baffled by. And this dude is more driven uh, to provide, you know, relevant value and actually mean something when he gets in your way than anybody I've ever met. And that is, it's uh, definitely motivating and it's something that you should ultimately pay attention to. So much of the stuff that we do is focused around our insecurities of, of what we think we need to do to make sure that you or that person remains being a client. It's so much of what you are focused on doing that you lose sight of why you're doing it and what the you know outcome is outside of being a you know positive thing for yourself. That is what I think as an industry and just in sales in general that we do need to get away from. It's, I need to do this because somebody told me. What, what are you actually doing that email for? Because some formula says, I need to touch this person 12 to 15 times a year to stay in front of them to combat. You know, you're trying to compete with people that are, can outspend you any chance they get. And it's the same situation as, well, if you didn't do that stupid stuff that you don't need to do, you know, I, and I said that there's a couple of little communities where I'm working in and areas that things we've looked at and said, you know, if we really wanted to, we can zip code target, area target, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the available tools and completely undo the local agency who hasn't adapted, right? Just go ahead, ring the bell right now because this thing is over. If you didn't do the stupid stuff you think you need to do, I mean, is that the right quote? I'm not sure is that how he said it. However he said it is how it needs to be said again. And that's it, right? Doing the stupid stuff that you, that doesn't need to be done. That's the whole point, right? That is... You know, that is the whole point behind insecure touching, you know, doing stupid things that don't, you don't need to do. Right. And that's the insecure touching. That's what you just, you need to really look at and say, all right, if I stop doing that, how much time do I have to do something that is actually going to matter and make a difference instead of doing that thing, that email that means nothing to somebody just because I need to send it so they see my name in their inbox sort of thing, right? And Billy's second point is even more interesting, talking about undoing the local agent that hasn't adapted. And 
I think that's so much easier to do. You know, again, he said, well, we're just going to target everybody that we want in this town, this city, this street, whatever it is. And we're going to use the tools and the places that people are actually at. We're going to get in front of them and we're going to take all of their business. We're going to take it all. Just take it all because we can, because we're more focused on doing something with purpose than doing something just because and doing something that is, again, insecure. You know, again, this is something that, you know, we dealt with growing up quite a bit, you know, and it was hard to see, you know, but you always have those insecure friends and a lot of the things that you did as, as kids and you made fun of that person or that the other kid or whatever, it was all based out of insecurity, right? Everything that we were doing was based on, well, I don't want that to happen to me. And much of what we do is based on, we don't want that to happen to us. Meaning we don't want them to leave us. We don't want them to do that. And if we can't be confident enough in the value that we bring when we have the opportunity to bring it, then you might as well get out of the business now sort of thing. Because if you aren't that confident in your skills to do their job when it matters the most, then you're not going to be left with really anything at the end. It goes back to that genuine intention of, is the guy coming to the coffee shop because he'd like to one day see the owner and be like, you know, when can I take a look at your insurance? Or is he going there because it's good coffee, right? And what are they actually doing? Is he doing anything in the middle to be of some value? And, and that's the difference. Because you put in all the work, and this guy has had several years to try and regroup on that and bring some value and hasn't, I'm just like, all right. So can we all just agree that right now, like no matter what, if anybody actually uses the phrase, uh, when can I take a look at your insurance, that we just pull their tongue out of their mouth and wrap it in duct tape, can we make that the new thing? Can that actually happen? Because as far as insurance pickup lines go, that's pretty terrible. I'm not singling Billy out because that's just the that's the terminology we use. I don't. I know that he doesn't say that, but my goodness, wow, it's just not good, right? When can I take a look at your insurance? Can we again back to the adding value? And this is a perfect example. You know, again, say something that makes them inquire, that makes them ask you about it, right? Be intriguing, be worth talking to. Say something of meaning of value outside of just begging for something in return. Again, sorry, a little bit of a tangent, but uh, again, genuine value, genuine intention, right? That's what Billy's talking about. Are you actually doing something because you want to, or just because you think there's something else at the end of the tunnel for you? Now, again, back to this coffee shop real quick. I will actually go in on from time to time, stop in and buy a cup of coffee that I usually don't drink because I don't drink coffee, but I feel bad. I, I want to support the business. It's actually a really good coffee shop. It's, it's, um, you know, it's, it's very popular in our town and it's actually, you know, gotten buzz just around the Northeast Ohio area, just as far as being a unique coffee shop. And, and I do like to support it. So I will go do that. And again, I don't know if throwing the coffee away is, is genuine or not, but you know, again, I just want to support the business. I want to support my client and, um, and I wish that you know I drank coffee. I don't. But again, how much of the stuff that you do is driven with you know insincerity and in, in, in addition to insecurity? You know, you put those two together. You, that's a deadly cocktail, my friend. And you have to start turning it around. You have to be always focused on, you know, am I just helping somebody achieve a goal, get a deal done, be better 
then, you know, from the point that I started talking to them to when I stopped talking to them, you know, that's basically, it doesn't really matter. How can you be better? How can you make somebody be better? And this is tough advice, right? I guess this is probably where I wanted to start this clip was this is tough advice. This is the advice that everybody gives that no one wants to take. And it's really hard for a lot of people to take, but you just have to be better. I don't give it often. I don't say it often, but being better is sometimes what it comes down to. Again, back to my coffee shop guy, there's no reason in the world that he should not have my client's health insurance and the additional telemedicine service that I tried to pit or that I sold to her company. No reason in the world. I'm not saying I'm better than him. Maybe I am indirectly. The point is, is that he didn't do something, right? He didn't do something that, that is, he was incapable of being better, being inspiring confidence and not being insecure. Again, you notice that these parallels here, inspiring confidence. When you inspire confidence, then that means somebody wants to actually reach out and do business with you. He hasn't been able to do that. And you just need to do that. You need to do your thing and not, much like being married, right? Well, I guess to some degree, depending on the type of marriage you've been in, you just need to know that, guess what? You're going to do your job. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who tries to take a run at your better half, right? They're generally going to come home to you. Because guess what? You've done the work. You know where it's going. You're not doing the stupid things that you don't need to do. You're focused on the stuff that actually gets results and keeps you married. It's been a while, so I have to tell you, free membership. Because we talked about the newsletter. I don't know if you're on it. If you're not getting the newsletter, just go sign up for the free membership, growprogram.com slash free. You can check out the newsletter, read what Billy's reading, and you can let me know if you're reading it. And then we all can have fun together every Sunday morning. It'll be a lot of fun. I haven't done it for a while. So growprogram.com slash free. Just finished a late night of health insurance talking. So time to go get out of here, get this podcast up. And just real quick, Again, free membership, growprogram.com slash free. See ya.